0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Big Black Girl Small Kink World. I have poured the wine, I have lit the candles, I have fluffed the pillows, I've just gotten out of the tub, so my skin is luminous, soft and amazing. Join me in bed, let's cuddle, let's talk, let's have Let's have a conversation about one of my favorite kinks. Likely a fetish at this point, but I would still consider it a kink. Um, Submission. Um, It's one of my favorite kinks. It's it's something that I feel like brings out the best in me almost. It's very very strange to think about it that way, but something that I definitely love and enjoy doing and participating in with... um, other people um so let's just go over the definition of submission really quick because I do this this whole episode is about submission but underlying is going to be answering a question that I hear all the time in this community which is you know brats versus submissives can you be bratty and a submissive I mean the answer is clearly yes but but I'm gonna go over it um, but before that, I figured, you know, I'm probably discussing this with some people who may not even really understand what a brat is or what submission is like. So I thought we would go over it a little bit. So I'm actually studying a book. Well, I, I've gone over it. I've read it already. But I utilize this book called Screw the Roses, Send Me the Thorns. And that is by Philip Miller and Molly Devon. And I believe they are a sub a dom sub couple or at least old friends <laughs> and they wrote this book together basically detailing you know submission and dominance bdsm in general in just like your most basic terms and like you know a basic understanding of dynamics and things like that obviously and they mention in the book multiple times <laughs> that you know every dynamic is different and it really just sort of depends on what what works for the people involved. So, their definition of a submissive is a person who surrenders control of their their self to to their dominant. The submissive, while putty in the hands of a dominant whom they trust and respect, is likely to be independent and assertive in any other arena. Um... Their sexual submissive nature makes them no more vulnerable to people hawking aluminum sighting, encyclopedias, or life insurance than anyone else. Many submissives have a specific fantasy or set of fantasies that they want to enact ritualistically. Uh, They will even give the dominant something very much like a script detailing exactly what they expect to happen in a scene. Other submissives live to be surprised, risking the perils of the unknown as evidence of the control they surrender. So already, you know, we've jumped in three minutes in and there's already two different types of submissives in this one definition. Um, basically sex is weird, guys. Like we're all weird. and We're all just doing weird things to each other consensually and, um, you know, just because this definition of submission says these things doesn't mean that your definition of submission or my definition of, definition of submission has to follow it. But there is a decent guideline. And the guideline is that you are offering your, your submission to someone, you know, hoping, you know, that, they, that you trust them enough to control it well. But yeah, it, it doesn't say that a submissive is passive or that a submissive must listen to every single thing that the dominant says or does. It does not mean that you can that that you can't amend the agreements that you set up or the negoci- the negotiations that you set up with your dominant. Like a submissive is not somebody who just who and they can be this person, but it doesn't mean that they are automatically this person because they label themselves a submissive. A submissive is not just a person who will do whatever you say and doesn't question Or doesn't push back at all. It's really just. A submissive is literally just somebody. Who is willing to. um, Surrender their control. It does not. For those scenes. Even still. Like for some people. They surrender control for their entire relationship. Some people do not do that. Again. (laughs) These kinks and fetishes. they, They do have guidelines I suppose. As far as like what you could do. But it's all up to you. That's the beauty of you know being kinky and like exploring bdsm and this whole world is you know you can sort of do do things that make you feel good and it doesn't have to be tied down to one definition um there are lots of different types of submissives (laughs) so let's talk about that for just two seconds so um different types of submissives are can be people who participate in pet play um, There's domestic submissives, there's littles and middles, Th- those can also be submissive roles. There's primal prey, which could also be a submissive role. There's a brat, um, that's also considered a smart-ass masochist. <laughs> um, and there are masochists who are submissives as well. I'm sure I'm missing some, like, section. There's so many different types of submissives, mostly because, you know, they kind of, sort of, like, fall into certain fetishes and kinks as well so like for me since we're you know diving in deep (laughs) I'm I would consider myself an alpha submissive or a brat um they also call that a smart ass masochist um I'm not sure that I would consider myself a smart ass masochist there are there are different sections right like different labels and definitions for all of those but um I definitely consider myself a brat um, yeah. And a brat, let's see, let's go to this definition. Brat is a bottom who enjoys struggling against control or challenging the top. Brattiness has a wide spectrum from the playful uppity bottom, that would be me, to the smartass masochist. <laughs> some brats are testing their dominant, others have a desire to be conquered and tamed, while some simply do not wish to be controlled and that would be a smart-ass masochist and yes it does sound strange like if you don't want to be controlled then why would you consider yourself a submissive (laughs) but hey that what that kind of means is that some people would rather it be taken from them and this is what i kind of mean by it by these by this title sort of shifting into other fetishes right like Obviously, if you're a person who who could be a masochist, right, like the sad ass, the smart ass masochist here, the smart ass masochist might also be into like consensual non consent, which could be considered like rape play or something like that. Right. So in this kind of situation, being that kind of submissive falls right into that fetish or that kink. So that makes sense that somebody would be like, you know, yeah, I'm going to talk back because I want my submission taken, not because I want to give it freely. So there's there's differences there. A slight, but they're there. Um so me, I'm a brat. I enjoy being playful and a little uppity. Um I enjoy um uh I, I enjoy poking a little bit not to be like angry or mean and it doesn't mean that I'm upset when I'm like poking at my dominant and it's not even like I want I feel like even poking is a little strong it's just like you know when things are like I'm I'm a sarcastic person already in general so it's tough to turn that sarcasm off so even when I'm in this role of submissive and I do have like also, I can be a- co- a collection of these different types of submissives at any time, you know, so there's that as well. You can also just you know pick and choose and try one thing one day and try i want to be a domestic a domestic submissive today, but tomorrow I'm gonna try being a middle like there are things that you can definitely like stand in and always be like i can I will always be a brat likely because of just my personality. And there are some people who will always be a little, who is a submissive that can also age regress and, you know, acts more like a child than, you know, like with childlike childlike innocence and like plays with toys and like, you know, does certain things that would be considered juvenile and things like that. And that is their, um, and that is that is their personality and that's what they do. So that's their version of submission. So my version is a playful. I would say like a like a playful i would say a playful kitten okay like you know kittens are cute they're they're fuzzy and sweet and you want to cuddle them and hold them but they also bite and they hurt and they don't mean to all the time you know sometimes you know they're playing with you and whatever but you know they're just adorable (laughs) so that's (laughs) i like to consider myself a bratty kitten um I like to be cuddled and I don't like to be yelled at, but I do like to be told that I'm a dirty slut and that I'm going to get used like one, you know, but, you know, I I can also do, you know, I can also do domestication and I can also be into being a primal, you know, being primal prey and and things like that. So there's lots of different options for submission as long as you find your own and (laughs) God, I started like I learned about this kink or fetish I mean I would consider it a kink but some people consider it a fetish um, I learned about this probably online um, I started camming when I was like 19 ish not like for pay but just cuz the internet you know <laughs> God, I wish I was I wish I could do it for pay cuz that would be exciting but um, I can't. As soon as I start monetizing sex stuff, I get bored. <laughs> Tried it. <laughs> cut to sh- cut to Niecy as a as a phone sex operator. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> so you can really choose, you know, whichever kind of submissive you want to be. But there is the ultimate conversation in the um, in the community about brats and submissives you know uh the idea and I've gotten in plenty of arguments about it the idea is that a brat is too independent to be a submissive basically and and again I just want to re like the the one thing I want to do in this podcast is make sure that people understand that kink and BDSM and all of these things they they you you're supposed to have them cater to you and what you wanna do and what your fantasies are. As long as you're doing things consensually, then yeah, you should be doing the things in the way that you want them. Like whatever makes you come the hardest. That's the goal. So like that's why we're in kink, right? We all just we all just want to come. But we want to come like real good. <laughs> you know? So like that's what we're here for. So yeah, so so yeah, I guess technically if you're looking traditionally at what a submissive is then most would uh, would say that a brat is not a submissive however the beauty of kink and in this this community is that things are always changing and people are always growing and because this is a community that was created by humans and humans consistently change so will these definitions they will grow and evolve And they will, they will change. Like, I'm sure somebody, you know, 50 years ago, you know, didn't imagine that a dominant could also be a woman. I mean, even in this book that I'm reading, which I highly recommend, um, but, you know, it does come with its little pits of things, you know, it it is aged as well. Um, Like, for example, when I was reading the submissive, um, the submissive definition, it, It refers to the submissive as a female. So so just it does it does mention that submissives can also be male. But in this as you can see it's you know, it's utilized the dominant as the male and the submissive as a female and that is like the traditional viewpoint. But obviously you can have submissive males and obviously you can have, you know, dominant females. So that's important to note. And I'm just stating that like Yes, things can get can get really difficult with specific um, with specific definitions, but it's important to note that, like nobody can tell you what you can and can't do in your bedroom with whomever you were with, right? Like there are some people who will tell me that submission means that I hate myself as a woman. <laughs> because I'm not, because I'm, you know, I'm allowing myself to be sexually dominated by a man and all these other things. And like, there's there's tons of opinions out there about different kinks and, and whatnot. My suggestion and the way that I'm living my life now is just to have fun and do whatever it is that I wanna do because again, life is short as we can see in this horrible quarantine of times you know, life is short, things are, things are tough, and sex shouldn't be. Sex should be fun, sex should be exciting, sex should be whatever you want it to be, whether it be with, you know, monogamous or with multiple people, like, as long as everybody's understanding and being ethical, then, like, that's what, that's what should be going on. Um, I would also like to point out that one great thing about submission that i appreciate and the reason why it's such a big kink for me is that it allows you no it forces you to find what it is that you are interested in and what you want and then to tell somebody else it forces you to realize those things and then to to verbalize those things to someone else which is important because i feel like in my life anyway I was one of those people who was sort of raised to not do those, like to be very quiet and to just go with the flow and to not stand up for myself or to stand in my truth and, you know, to, to say what I need. Um, so, so learning about myself this way, you know, via cam chatting and things like that. Um, by the way, I learned about it because people would request that I do things, you know, that I, you know, take my shirt off, whatever. And I realized that those things, those requests were turning me on. And I was like, what is this about? <laughs> so I, you know, dove in about that. But yeah, it's important to note that it it encourages growth. And that's, I mean, I feel like a lot of different kinks and fetishes do that for sure. But I connect so well with submission because of that. It, it, it forces you to be, it's like you're putting yourself in this place. And so, because it's consensual, so you're doing this on your on your own accord. So you need to figure out what you're getting out of it. And it could very well be that you just want to be a submissive that's domestic and that wants to cook and clean for her, for her dominant or for your dominant, whatever. But it could also be, like for me, it could also be that, you know, I've I've learned that to be submissive, I need to be in a relationship. Like, I need the trust of someone in a relationship. It has to be, like, the comfort of this is a person who's learning a lot about me because submission is is a, it's a place of vulnerability. So, like, you know, the things that I want, and the things that I think about, like the dark, dark fantasies that I have, they are a lot. And it's tough to be vulnerable, but it's even more tough to be vulnerable in a situation where... You don't really know what's going to happen or, you know, if this person is going to respect you after and things like that, you know. So for me, it's more comfortable to be in that situation with somebody that I've already, that I know, that I trust, that I care about. And that's that's supposed, that should be for everyone. Like you should be entering these dynamics with somebody you trust, but not everybody... You know, is in these situations with someone they consider a boyfriend or somebody they consider a girlfriend. You know, some of these people, some people just do it like they do pickup play and they just like, you know, do those things with with people as well, which is totally fine. Like everybody needs to do exactly what they want to get off. But for me, it's definitely a more of a uh, like an intense like, a pretty intense relationship, so it would have to be something that I felt like was an actual relationship, so I learned that in the last, like, three years of, like, trying to figure out where I stand in these, in these definitions and then also how to verbalize those needs Um, because I was in a situation with somebody and it did get difficult when it came to titles and, like, comfort and vulnerability and all those things, and it's because I, I hadn't, I mean, there was a few reasons, but one of them being I wasn't exactly clear about what I needed. So it it was very difficult for him to figure out how to proceed because I have to know what I want for him to understand what to give me. (laughs) So it's like, it's, yeah, it was, it's very interesting and a very complex, a very complex fetish or kink, which I appreciate because of its complexities as well like it force again it forces you to be to be verbal it forces you to to grow and it also pushes you past those points where you're like because you're verbalizing and figuring out exactly what you need then it kind of makes it less uh it makes it more difficult to fall not fall for but to go for things you don't need like now that you know that you absolutely need to get your pussy ate like it's really, it's going to be so much easier to say no to somebody who's like, I don't eat pussy, you know, like now that you've thought about it, you're like, you know what? I definitely think sex sucks. If I don't get oral, then, you know, the next time a guy's like, well, I don't eat pussy. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to this person anymore. You know, it's just so much easier to find out what it is that you need in these situations uh, because of this particular kink and fetish for me. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I also want to mention that just because you're in a relationship doesn't or, you know, you're in this type of relationship doesn't mean that those those dynamics don't grow and change as well. Like I said, humanity is always changing. So, you know, you develop your rules and your, you know, rituals with within the the dynamics that you're in. And as soon as those if those at some point change or need to go somewhere else you also make those choices together and change and develop that way so it's it's a really good it's a really good in-depth fun kink obviously like not everybody's into it and not everybody wants to relinquish their control totally get it but it's really fun for me it's one of those things that makes me like it, it makes me wet for like a number of reasons but one of them being like we all, we all have, like, this inner slut, right? it's like, it's, like, the dirtiest of dirty sluts, and she, like, for me, it's a her, obviously, because I'm, you know, female presenting, and also, uh, identify as a female, uh, and, god, she is disgusting, like, she is a, she's a, she's a dirty, dirty girl, and, um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to hold her down. So the the dominance that I have been speaking to, (laughs) they're learning and they're trying, you know, some of them before I make my choice, my ultimate choice, like they're learning and deciding which, you know, which is going with, you know, which kind of weird fetish and kink can they work with, you know? And it's very rare that I find somebody that, um, that can get with all of them and is, and is fine with them. So it's definitely been a lot but it's uh, because of submission i've been encouraged to talk about them and to introduce them to people introduce this this slut and these fetishes and kinks to people and just be ultimately be you know more of myself which is really really helping my life and just giving me so much joy um i also want to say that um like i mentioned before being a submissive does not mean that you're passive or weak. It doesn't mean that you, that you hate yourself or that you um, can't negotiate better for yourself if you happen to be in a bad situation, right? Obviously, this is just a role. And yes, it is just a role. Some people do make it a lifestyle and that's totally up to you. But for most people, this is just a role. You are more than just a submissive you know you are also a person who goes to work or goes to school or like does any of the things that you do in your real life even whether you're a parent or you know you own a pet so like you let these you don't let these things you know get in the way you know don't let your fetishes or whatever get in the way of your actual life but definitely you know change them if you if you feel like they are no longer serving you and definitely like continue them if you feel like they are serving you in a positive way like make sure that you are you know working on you know looking into aftercare and making sure that you're taking care of yourself even in a dynamic like this wherein you probably have a dominant or submissive or someone to care for or to care or to care about and things like that but like make sure that you are also caring for yourself because that's you can't pour from an empty cup and that's where lots of problems can start. So, this dynamic is super fun. I love being a submissive. I love being a bratty kitten submissive. It's just, it's just super fun and attractive to me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this <laughs> long-winded description of you know, what a submissive is. Um, but yeah, don't let people tell you what you can and can't do. Consensually, you can do so many things and it can, in- it can include submission in all of its different forms. I highly suggest that If you are interested in submission, you go to our, go to, you know, Google. Um, You can go, you can definitely look it up on Google. You can 100% get this book. Again, it is called Screw the Roses, Send Me the Throne. uh, Send me the, oh God, I cannot read. My apologies. Screw the Roses, Send Me the Thorns, The Romance and Sexual Sorcery of Sadomasochism. It's by Philip Miller and Molly Devon. There's also, you know, just Google in general will show you, you know, all different types of ways to be submissive and definitions of submission if you're interested. Um, There's also, I would, I would highly suggest you watching the movie The Secretary uh, starring Maggie Gyllenhaal because I feel like that's a pretty accurate description of what a DS dynamic can look like in real life. Um... And it could be, that can be fun. It's obviously just one depiction. <laughs> so don't think that that's how it has to be. But it's kind it's a good depiction of what I would consider a bratty, submissive sort of situation. She's not super duper bratty, but she does do things to get punishments, which, which is something, something some people can consider bratty as well. So yeah, let me see. Is there anything that I am missing? No, I think that's it, guys. Like, I think that's everything. I feel like we've gone over all of the things. You know, I'm a submissive. I'm a bit of a brat. I like a little spanky spank, you know, to put me back in my place. Um, (laughs) You know, just a a little bit of fun here and there. Or all the time. It really depends on how you feel. But I, I really do appreciate you guys stopping by and taking the time to listen to me talk about... Random kink things. I am having a really good time writing, writing and producing this podcast, which could have a lot of problems. But I hope you guys noticed my new mic, which is better. <laughs> um, if you have any questions, or if you want to send me uh, topic ideas, or if you want to just tell me, you know, imp- like ways to improve or anything, anything, I would love to hear from you guys. You can email me um, at. Big Black Girl, smallkinkworld at gmail dot com, all one word, I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I also have I have Tumblr, same name. I'm also on face I have a Facebook group, same name there. Um a Facebook page, sorry, not a group. And I'm also on I don't think I'm on Snapchat. That would be dangerous. I am on Instagram, though. Same name. So definitely find me, guys, and ask me questions and stuff. I'd love to hear from my audience. I know it's not so big, but I'd love to hear from you guys and, uh, you know, let me know what you guys want to hear. Okay, thanks again for stopping by. Can't wait to chat again.